I, I just want to say, because since we're not doing a real intro, but I want to say that this is the long-awaited, long-anticipated interview with the man, the myth, the legend, Chris Bizzle himself, the founder and player in F2O. Ta-ta-ta. <laughs> well, I'll just use that then. I'll use that as the intro. I'll put that at the beginning. There we go. We're blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it'd be great. Excellent. Where is our... She'll be here in one... That means five minutes. Come on, Lizzie. What is the time? Oh, it's not that. She can't be still in bed, surely. No, she called me earlier, so... She's like, hey, what do you want to be asked? I'm like, friend, that's your job. You can't. No, <laughs> you, no, no, no. You don't tell that. You don't get the guest to set the questions. That is... Yeah, I was like, I was like, that's, that feels like your job, friend. I, I'm out of this. <laughs> That, if I wanted to, if I wanted to make my own interview, I'd do it. <laughs> this isn't a this isn't a di- dictatorship where you can get the press to. God, I wish it was. Feed you I, it, it would be like F two O. F two O is your dictatorship. Well, I guess is... well we're still under the F two O banner here, so I guess yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, but like hey, you're your own thing. Like I can't. Like I really can't dictate what you say. Uh, it's funny because okay and and like we'll talk about this legally for a second but like and and i'm glad i'm not trying to make this like like a big like or like an internet like like a legitimate business at this point right but like had i try to make it a legitimate business the fact that i've let you guys run with f2o on air right would mean my copyright claim for f2o would be severely hampered so uh in, yeah interesting okay because yeah, i wouldn't yeah. have defended that name yada 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 i mean it's technically under under the umbrella anyway but whatever long story short that's copyright <laughs> law and i don't feel like dealing with it today hello elizabeth <laughs> hey chris <laughs> i see you guys are already talking about stuff we're already talking about copyright law <laughs> copyright law <laughs> that's a fun conversation for everybody involved <laughs> how are you lizzie oh i'm good how are you ej <laughs> very well thank you very well happy to have the injection of energy on a sunday evening of talking to chris <laughs> <laughs> oh you guys you guys have okay that's fair it's sunday evening over there that's so weird to me yeah, but it, I mean, it's the Sunday before Christmas, so it's it doesn't really feel like a Sunday evening. We just watched Home Alone. It's not a proper, you know. Oh, do you guys get like the entire week off? No, no, no. In fairness, we don't. So I actually, uh, I, I've got a full week of work in theory, but, um, you know, everyone kind of takes it a bit more easily and it winds down and a lot of people have booked holiday. So it's not too hectic. That's kind of where I'm at. I'm just like, like, so, uh, so I work for the governor's office of Louisiana. Right. And we've already just like fucking like shut down. We're like, mm. we're still working, but like we're fucking shutting down. We also have a COVID scare. So that's fun. Oh, that is fun. I just took a COVID test today. 
so that that's been a that's been a super fun time for me. What was there an outbreak at your workplace? There have been two confirmed cases. They put it in a press release. So, yeah, I don't love that. So I'm getting COVID tests a lot right soon because, quite frankly, I'm IT, so I go see everyone. Have you um Have you got boosters over there yet? Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, ha- yeah, I have mine, so we're. I'm okay. Like, if I get it, I'm gonna be fine. But like, also, I don't want to spread it to literally everyone in the office because, like, I see, physically talk to, and are and within like the distance of about. 10 people a day at minimum. So. Mm. Yeah. Got to be so, careful. Yeah, exactly. So I'm being careful. All right. Anyways. So, yeah. What the fuck am I doing? I'm not hosting this shit. <laughs> I'm not host, but I'm like, all right, well, let's go ahead and go. Yeah, let's get the show on the road. Well, I'm like, I'm like, I'm still my, I still have that energy from yesterday where I like, I had to carry the ice division through their, through their, uh, through the uh the group selection like i had to drag them through group selection <laughs> well i guess it makes sense with the divisions the fire division was hot and spicy and then the ice division was cool <laughs> and calm and cold oh my god they were just like <laughs> like they all muted themselves and i talked to gino afterwards gino was like i just wanted to see if you could do it that's why i <laughs> muted myself and i was like thanks gino fun fact gino got married like a month ago. Hey, I got married as well. Congrats, oh, Gino. Congrats. Congrats, congrats to you, buddy. Congrats to you, Jay. Wait, just a month ago? When? Uh, you, your, your voice was a bit robot. Did you say yeah. when? It was um, November the 20th I got married. So <laughs> just under a month ago. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, congratulations. Thanks. Yeah. We, we've, um, yeah, we've been together for like, 12 years so it, it you know Jeez. it wasn't like a big a big it's not a big change but you know it's nice to seal Something. the deal yeah yeah yeah. Uh, yeah lizzie lizzie your your microphone's going in and out you may want to like reset your connection yeah huh okay this is why i do local recording right i usually okay i'll just uh i'll go yeah, back try, in a try yeah try reconnecting here we go this is this is why I, I did okay so I didn't do local recording once and then that was the day that yeah. so, that I forgot whose microphone went out like but it was a shit show. Mm, it, so. Yeah, I've never had a bad one. I've never had that disaster yet, but yeah, it's going to well, happen. Never too late. Never too yeah. late for a disaster and and today's the day apparently. <laughs> I always yeah, it's always a worry that it's going to be like the most important interview so well this is of course the most important one so far well let's not go that far i i am okay as a human being <laughs> um I, all right lizzie where are we at left the wi-fi and now i'm just on on uh whatever else it is <laughs> you sound good now yeah what else is there besides <laughs> wi-fi Oh, you're on your phone, so you're you're over the network. I assume, right? Yeah, I'm on my phone because uh, okay. I just I usually I talk on Discord on my phone because my my phone earbuds are better than anything I have for my laptop. Okay, for, uh, in you terms you, of like microphones, you know you can connect those to the laptop, right? Actually, I can't because I I have an iPhone, and so I can't connect my earbuds to the laptop. Why? Because Apple is dumb. You can connect your earphones to the laptop. I'll talk to you about this afterwards. You no, can. I, 
I can't. I can't. The 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 port that you the port that you plug into the iPhone for the earbuds is different than any port. Oh, you're on, using on the, a the, You're using the built-in earbuds. Are you using those? Like, oh, okay. I know what you're doing. Anyways, we'll talk about this later. This is not important That's right sh- now. <laughs> but also, Lizzie, you have a fancy microphone. We've seen it. Yeah, right? you still have oh. that fancy microphone. Uh, but but I don't want to be holding it the whole time during this interview. <laughs> like, <laughs> I forgot about that microphone. I should probably get that back at some point. <laughs> uh, I was going to ask you that last I think at some point. I can't remember if I did ask you. I guess I didn't. But I was going to say, are you using the microphone to record this whenever <laughs> we did an episode? You'd never use the microphone. Anyway. No, well, no, because I don't want to have to hold this thing in my hand for an hour. That's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing a lot of laziness in this room. <laughs> <laughs> like a, yeah, like a sports reporter. You just sat yeah. there with your microphone. <laughs> well, since I'm not on camera, it doesn't make sense to use this beautiful Fire 2. We can change that right now. No, we can't. <laughs> <laughs> I am not camera ready. <laughs> well, you should always be camera ready. All right. Well, you were the one who forgot about this interview until I reminded you 15 minutes ago. So I really. I to hear anything about that. <laughs> I was fully prepared when you called. I just happened to be forgetting. EJ, I, I called Chris and I was like, hey, remember you've got that interview at, at uh, two your time? And Chris is like, oh, oh, I'm watching football right now. <laughs> like American football, not, not football football. I like America. Who's playing? I like, I like my NFL. I'm, I'm into uh, that stuff. Everybody's playing right now. It's like, who is playing right now? The Cardinals, the Lions, the Titans, the Steelers. Are you guys Saints fans? But uh, I, I she is a Denver Broncos fan, right? No, 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 no. I I am definitely more of a Saints fan, uh, but really, I'm I'm in I'm a Louisiana State University college football fan, is what I am. We had so. all right, so we had this long talk, and I mean like oh god, minutes about like what what she likes and like the kind of like the kind of football she likes and i was like great you should be a tennessee titans fan and she's like nah i think i'm gonna be a broncos fan because i live close to there it makes it makes sense if you live close to a team then you can go to the games if you want to it would make sense for me to 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 be a denver broncos fan now am i no because the only (laughs) football that i watch is college football at this moment. Well, mm. all I'm hearing are excuses. So, once again, the excuses fly free. Okay, you told me to, to go for the Tennessee Titans. Have they done well at all in the last five years? No. Yeah, yeah they've been uh, playoffs. Yeah, yeah, they, they've been, yeah. You know yeah, what? They, I mean, never, they never made a Super Bowl, and that's, like, all that my measuring on the metrics. So, so like, your, <laughs> your metrics are they have to be two of the best 32 teams in the fucking league what is that yeah well my college football team won just two years ago in 2019 they won a national championship so yeah yeah but that's because college football is ridiculous anyways all right we gotta we gotta get this train going come on let's 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 talk about a real sport terra mystica should we do like the should we do the intro (laughs) 
that's that's uh, not my jam. I'll I'll do it before. I'll have done it before. I do that sort of like ahead now. It's to post. Save oh, you do. It it's in post. <laughs> he does it in post. After you okay. chastised me for not doing it before and just going in cold, <laughs> I go, hey, I'm EJ, and then it's going to be me and Lizzie talking to Chris, and it's going to be really great. I hope you listen. Like and subscribe, if, everyone. If this, if this is the actual <laughs> intro, I will be severely disappointed. <laughs> uh, well, I'm glad that I could affect such positive change to this to this podcast. That's not hey, a podcast. You made it great. <laughs> it's a oh, I'm even willing. I'm even willing to call it a podcast now. At this point, Re- really? So far in, yeah, yeah. I've I've, wow. I've got to that level now. You're in deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is a podcast, though. I can't argue that it's a podcast at this point. <laughs> I'll admit it. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. So, but I get so in general today. The idea is, and this one has sort of been on the list of things to do from the very beginning, and we were just thinking about the best time to do it, and now seems like a very good time because we are uh, like just at the start of a new Fire 2 tournament. So the kind of the two main parts are the history of F2O and sort of how you set it up and got going with it, Chris, and sort of made it what it is, and then... And, and also a bit about the future and what you think about the future of it. And then the other part is, let's have a look at this season, what is happening this season, what the settings are. Uh, now we've done the group selection, what the groups are. Um, so, yeah, those are sort of the two like main bits to talk about um, okay. with you, Chris. Um, I, I just want to say, because since we're not doing a real intro, but I want to say that this is the long-awaited Long anticipated interview with the man, the myth, the legend, Chris Bizzle himself, the founder and player in F2O. Da, da, da. <laughs> well, I'll just use that then. I'll use that as the intro. I'll put that at the beginning. There we go. We've got it. Yeah, it'd be great. It's lit. Um, Did you just say it's lit? I don't think you're young enough to no, say it's I, lit. No, I said excellent. Oh, I thought you said it's lit. I was like, Elizabeth, you are not young enough to do that. Okay, first of all, I am young enough to say it's lit if I want to. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> yes, I contest you on this point. I know your age and you're not. <laughs> all right, sorry. I got, I'm distracting everybody. All right. It's lit has no age boundaries, in my opinion. Okay, a seven-year-old could say that something is lit, and it would be fine. Okay, well, that's just not true, but moving on! Moving on. I, uh, oh, this is another sidebar. Did you see the thing I said about how you sound like Quentin Tarantino, Chris? No, I did not. What? Oh, didn't you see that? Okay, so, uh, so I was listening to Mark Maron with... Mr. Tarantino, acclaimed film director, yeah. uh, over the summer, I, I think it was like July, and I was listening to Tarantino talk, and I sort of I had to pause. I was driving, and I had to pause it because it was triggering triggering in my brain something that it really his his manner of speaking really reminded me of someone, and I couldn't place who, 
I'm just going to stick this here. Well, no, it's a bookstore. Okay. It's a famous book. Okay. Okay, that's like actually something the. Uh, oh, so I, it's I, not I, not necessarily the real Maltese Falcon. No, here, here, if there ever was. They're one. saying that it's the real Maltese Falcon. All right, it's not. Yeah. However, we could have used the real Maltese Falcon because right. Leo owns the real Maltese Falcon. <laughs> It didn't occur to me. <laughs> it wasn't after, necessary. After we shot it, I yeah. said, hey, could we have used your really good? Of course you could have. <laughs> I was like, who, who is the way he talks really makes me think of someone who who is he putting me in mind of? And then after like pausing and driving along for sort of three or four minutes, I realized the way his sort of energy and the way he talks and some of the kind of just patterns of speaking really reminded me of you. And it's only since listening to you talk on F2O and stuff, but the sort of connection had been made. And I I think I posted it on one of the discords and a few people agreed. I posted a clip of him on the Mark Maron podcast and he was saying something which really made me think of you. Um, so, yeah, that's the thing. Love it. Love it. Love it. All right. So. Back to it. Uh, like, I mean, feel free to go from the beginning, I guess. Like, what made you think of um, starting the Fire 2 tournament? When did you start it? Like, yeah, what motivated you to, to get this thing going? Okay, so um, what ended up starting the Fire 2 Open was that, um, and it was mid-pandemic at this point in time it was like oh when was this it was around july i think around july um and the details have become fuzzy on this one so you'll have to forgive this this recollection right um but what ended up happening was we were kind of bored and we're i i said oh well, why don't we just like host an in an in-server tournament right of like great players and that kind of gained some traction. And I was like, well, I love GSL, which is the global StarCraft II league. And I love the way they cast games, right? And they like, there's people there to, to kind of like break down the action of what's going on. What if we did that, right? What if we just did that within the, the server, right? And then, and then it became, okay, well, what if we like, um, what if we made an overlay for this thing? Like, just because like, because just looking in on a BGA is not that great, right? Just like streaming BGA is not that, is not my favorite way of like viewing Terramester content. Uh, and then I, and then it became, okay, well, we could probably like show this to people. Um, and then it became an open because we didn't have enough entrance. I think we were like three entrants down. Uh, from like the people that we needed for a 16 player tournament and I said I just posted on BG, BGG and I was like hey here's the tournament idea here's what's going to happen you can enter to it and that's where we got oh who did we get from that I think that um, um, the Indian player that we had I forgot what his name was um, who ended up becoming a, a decent friend of mine during this whole thing oh Rickery Rickery um Rickery was uh, was his name. So like Rickery ended up like joining up, and a few other players ended up joining up. But it was a great time, um, and it like it came out of and and I don't mean to like to this is often viewed as a positive thing, but sometimes I don't think it's a positive thing, right? Which is my strive for absolute perfection, 
right? Where like I wanted an overlay and it had to be perfect, right? And it had to do X, Y, and Z. And the fact, and if it couldn't do that, then it then it was hot garbage, and I didn't want it, right? Um, and so like it came from that where I looked at Starcraft, right? I looked at what they did, and I and I've seen their studio, right? I've seen where they're like all their video producers are and it's like a group of six seven people just just on the back end that's not even the casters and the host and ever and the players and everything else right that's six people on the back end and i was like hmm. i can do that as one person <laughs> and um i kind of can but like it there are <laughs> there are growing pains right there are little things that you're like oh well that's yeah, that's why that's why this is amateur stuff, right? It came from this idea that that oh, we could host a tournament and we could do this, and then it just grew and grew and grew until it was like oh, I guess we'll put this on Twitch and YouTube too. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it, I like my comparison when I started watching it was to like I'd watched a lot of Overwatch League, and yeah, that I love just how kind of the production quality of something and how you can sort of do more with in a way with virtual stuff than you can in with real life sort of sports in a way because you can just do whatever you like in a way obviously you're limited by board game arena to some extent but yes and i am terrified of their new interface um it seems like it hasn't changed anything for spectators but someone post about their new interface and i was like oh god what happened mm, <laughs> yeah that's a worry you're very beholden yeah, and that's that's I think that's again as you said that's a problem with being beholden to a to a company, right? To a, to a website, right? Is that and I have a pretty good relationship with the people who run this website. However, right? They're not going to say, "Oh, we're not going to change this entire overlay or we're not going to change our entire website just because it would bug it would mess up your stuff." Right? Nor would I ever expect them to say that. So, that's that's that. Like there, there are times where I've like where I've gotten on and been like, "Oh, yep, this is broken. Got to fix this in the next hour." Is all that stuff with um, because like I'm sure everyone would agree that the overlays and everything like that are amazing. Mm-hmm. Had, like, had you done any of that before? And like Twitch stuff, like, did you have experience of that, or were you just sort of building it from nothing? Or I was basically building it from nothing. Like I, okay, so I had done a little bit of Twitch stuff, but my little bit of Twitch stuff had been like running a like streaming a game which just worked, and then throwing tiny overlay on that that I didn't build, and then maybe putting a webcam up there, and that was it. And that took about two seconds to do. Um, <laughs> Like that was like, well, I'm just gonna drag this little webcam here. All right, we're done with that, and then moving on. Uh, but like the way that the overlay works for Fire to Open, right? Is that I okay? So I have two different browsers that are running the exact same game, right? That are viewing the exact same game. Uh, I have ad blocking software that specifically blocks out part of the 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 menu right because otherwise it would look or it's just like that's dead space that i don't want right um so and then also what i do is i like everything you see on there from the map to the 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 favor the favor tiles or the cult board right those are all individually grabbed 
from each different browser depending on where it is. So I have a browser that's up pretty high and then a browser that's down pretty low. That's why you see things like moving up and down a little bit. That's what that is. It's, it's because it's just grabbing a thing. And I haven't found a way to do it better. Which I like that sort of peek behind the curtain in a way because I think, I, mean, I don't know, I'm sure if someone, the casual fan, was just watching a Fire 2 stream, they I, I, I would imagine that maybe you would suspect that there's something like more purpose-built going on, kind of like a ground-up Terra Mystica thing or something like that. Um, oh, yeah. But then when you see when someone takes a favor tile and you see the scrolling, you realize like, oh man, this is just like a thing that has been built that is just like recording this browser. And that's almost, that's kind of more amazing that you've done that when you realize that you are just, you've arranged all of these stuff. And then is that all done in like Streamlabs or something that you've got all these scenes grabbing stuff? I use OBS Studio. Uh, okay. And there are there are some um, problems with this, and I uh, uh, and to anyone who who is thinking of ever doing this, right? Um, I would advise not using any Chrome-based browsers, um, because Chrome-based browsers. What I've realized, what I realized quite quickly when I did it, right, is that Chrome-based browsers. What they'll do is if you have another full-screen Chrome. Uh, or if you have a full screen Chrome based browser and then you go to another one, it'll black out the one that you had. You'll see sometimes that like the screen will black out for some of the some of the the objects. Hmm. Um anyway, that's getting too into the weeds. But like that's like it's it's little stuff like that that I was like, wait, oh, that's how that works. So version two will not do that, right? So like it's been a constant like ch- a, a constant like having to adapt to that or that sort of stuff. Yeah, I'm just looking at the... I've got the video up for the first ever game you broadcast, actually. It's it's remarkably similar now to that, though. So what you built originally was pretty good. Like, it's it's lasted up and since then? Yeah, it's lasted. Um, there are some things that, that I would like to change with it. Um, income is one of those things that I would like to change with it. And that may happen next season. I'm not positive. Right. So income's one of them, um, which like, which was a big thing that like that I got convinced on. Um, and then it been putting webcams on there with another big one. Um, and honestly, the upkeep of, of the actual thing is the bigger problem that I have. Right. So I'll get in, I'll get on and the browser the way the browser interacts with OBS will have changed and all of a sudden everything is broken, right? (laughs) Like I got on, I got on after a few months of of a break and I was like, Oh wait, everything's broken. I got to fix this by January 1st. Yeah. I can imagine. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It is truly impressive. It's truly impressive. So Chris, since we were talking about like the first ever tournament, uh, I know that, for that one, you casted uh, with your casting partner um, the all the game. So yes, with Junior, right? With uh, that was with uh, that was CS Junior. CS Junior. So yeah, so, so what, what was the experience with that versus what it is now with different like guest casters? Okay, so part of the reason why I did that. 
um, was I kind of wanted a lot of I, I wanted a fair bit of control over the product itself. And as a caster, you effectively have another 25. I would say as a producer, I have about 50 percent control over how how the production goes. Right. And as a caster, I as one of two casters, I have 25 percent control. So like a part of it was control thing. Part of it was that like I wanted consistency. Right. Like I knew Andrew and I had a lot of chemistry. We could like caster chemistry and we could like we could talk about Terra Mystica for like hours. Right. And also we were like our banter was pretty good as well. So did you know each other before? Had you like spoken in real life or did you know each other? Oh, yeah. Before, we... Or just from community stuff? Yeah. So we actually met each other testing a different game. Uh, and so we we had known each other for months by that point. We had been playtesting and playtesting, right? So like mm -hmm. we were like we were pretty good friends at that point in time. So but but yeah, like a lot of it was just I didn't even think of like, oh, let me ask other people to do it, right? Um and then then part of it was like, oh, well, it would be a lot easier if I just pull back into the production role and then let and then maybe cast it every once in a while, but let everybody else cast like for for a, a good while. I so, think it's good though because you kind of set the expectation of what it could be and what it should be in a way. Like, yeah, this is how it is possible to commentate on a game of Terramistica yeah. over the course of two or whatever hours, and then other people can see that and yeah, go with it. That's a good point, and I think that was part of my thought process too. Was like I wanted something. I wanted to make sure because I'd watched enough GSL, and I know like GSL is kind of like that perfect mix of like entertainment and informative, and um, and I like people like and real time strategy games are kind of difficult to cast because like unlike an Overwatch League or unlike a CS:GO or unlike uh, League of Legends, right? There's not constant action happening, right? Mm. There are, at every, at every, every game of StarCraft II, there's usually, I would say for at least 70% of the games, there's about a three to four minute lull where people are building up and they're working their thing, or they're working their economy and all this stuff. And there's not a lot of action going. So you kind of have to banter, you have to talk about like, things are yada 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 right so you're constantly trying to to work that into the narrative if, or that like that you're you're having to do that rather than it being a a constant all right we're going and 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 like in a, a constant like high energy discussion about things if that makes sense yeah yeah and i yeah i know what you mean and that is then it becomes a kind of nice uh, yeah a sport i like is uh like cycling like road cycling and those races mm. last five six seven hours so yeah they're not talking about the race the whole time they're talking about cycling in general and other stuff and the scenery and that yeah that's what's lovely about the fire too is you sort of get to know the people on the mics and yeah oh yeah, yeah. and and you have people like and i encourage people to talk about whatever they want to during those lulls right if they want to talk about i don't know the upcoming, the now released Gaia Project beta on Board Game Arena. Talk about that for a little while. If you, even if it's tangentially related, tangentially related to like to, to, to Terra Mystica. Great, have fun, man. Like I don't know, 
we had somebody pull out a wheel yesterday on <laughs> group selection. So like do what you want to as long as it's entertaining. Yeah, uh, definitely. Were you were you watching any of the early stuff, Lizzie, or did you only sort of were you aware of it from the international clash onwards? So I watched the season that where Gino won. Oh. Um, I, I think I watched all of them. Um, but I didn't watch, I didn't really watch any of season one uh, because that was before I knew about it. Um, it's okay. It took on us <laughs> one that one, and that's, that's now out of history. So it's fine. <laughs> yeah, but from, but from Gino's uh, winning onward, that's when I was watching it. That Gino one was, that might have been the first one I watched live. And then, because I'd been watching some of that one on the like on demand stuff. And then I watched that Gino match. And then that was the one where I sent it to, because my pals and I were sort of learning terror at that point. And I was like, you've got to watch this. You've got to watch what Gino did in round one. It was incredible. You've got to watch this game. <laughs> this whole thing is awesome. Oh, so good. Oh, yeah. I actually didn't watch anything live. Um, I, I was like just watching like on YouTube uh, until the international class, which obviously I had to be watching live because I was in it. <laughs> so because um, she was commentating. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so that first one was. I'm just looking. Oh, this wiki is so good now. Everything is on the. Everyone should look at the Fire to Open wiki. Semi old guy does such a good job with it, and everything is here. So. Such a good job with it. <laughs> yeah, it's incredible. It says it, it took place from August the 26th, 2020 to September the 19th, 2020. Ondas was the champion. Yeah, it was. It was, that was a short. That was a short time because there was. It was like five matches, effectively. Well, it was ten matches because it was. Five two game sets. Mm. That was not a good format. I'm gonna I'm gonna come out and say it. That wasn't a good format. That was a terrible format. You can't get everything right first time, even if you would like. <laughs> no, you can't. And there was a lot of discussion as to the format. Actually, there was a whole lot of discussion of like, okay, like how many games can we play before people get bored, right? Because effectively, like to find a good champion, you really need a like a high sample size right i wanted a higher the highest sample size i could get right so it was like how many games could i play in a row how many games would my competitors play in a row and they're like two maximum mm -hmm. i was like i guess that'll do <laughs> um but yeah i'm glad we changed it to a one to a one-off format and a second chance format as well oh yeah of course because that first one was like a game on base map and then in did you do it immediately after a game on yes. Fire and Ice? Yeah, and then you took the sort of average score. Yeah, yeah. I took, I took. Each player got points based on the uh, the TM Tour uh, mm. point system. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and then we went through. I mean, I, I, yeah, it's been through then season two, which was the legendary Gino final, awesome game, and then. There was one this year before the clash, wasn't there? Is that right? There was. A starry season. Yeah, that was a starry season. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. was good. Yes. It was a good season. I liked the starry season. And then what what kind of motivated I mean the clash was incredible. It was one of the highlights of my year. Um 
like what motivated that was that your idea or was that someone else's idea i forgot what motivated the clash itself um but oh oh i remember it was literally because nation wars existed i will say this very bluntly every one of my good ideas is stolen from starcraft (laughs) (laughs) um so uh nation wars was this tournament in starcraft uh done by o gaming tv uh and i think it's still going actually um so o gaming tv is a french uh, a french uh uh organization so nation wars they did um they like had people play in an all kill format effectively which was okay you're gonna put up this player and then uh that's it. You're gonna put up this player, and then you're they're gonna play until until somebody beats them. And once they're beaten, then they go back and back, and then like it goes back and forth and back and forth, right? Um, hmm. So it was done via nations. Um, and let's see. So like so that was kind of where the idea came from. I was like, what if you what if we just did that for Terra Mystica, but we just played in teams? Uh, and. It, it it became a very very fun format. I absolutely loved the format. Uh, so I still have the picture of uh, of the Team USA uh, <laughs> album cover that I show off every once in a while. That's Lizzie's favorite picture. That's a great picture. <laughs> it was a commitment that really got me there. It was the absolute commitment to the bit. You got it. Yeah, you got to commit, haven't you? And that is. Team USA were fully in on it, and they yeah oh yeah they embraced the. It could have looked really stupid, like it, like any other like any other like I I expected it to like some people to like kind of not do it really a lot, but like everybody did it and everybody did it so well. It was impressive. Anyways, but like that like like it was a lot of like it brought the 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 Terra Mystica community together on a regional basis, which during a pandemic. It's very difficult to do, uh, and it's and, and even like even outside of a pandemic, right? Like Team USA lived from from East Coast to the West Coast, so it's not like we're meeting anytime soon. So yeah, it's <laughs> now as having entered the world of tournament organization, uh, the international thing is 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 really difficult, and oh, isn't it? Um. Uh, yeah, I would say for for the TMTL organizers' benefit and for Chris's benefit, please be patient with people who are trying to accommodate players from all around the world to play live games, sports yeah. together virtually. It's not it's not easy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, and and that's the thing. Like, I talked about this. Like, my first, like, the it, it was like probably the second. Uh, the second tournament I ran, the second Fire Two Open, right? Uh, people were bringing up time zones to me, right? And I like I said to them, I'm like, look, it's literally always midnight somewhere in the world, right? There is no <laughs> way I can make it not midnight somewhere in the world. So we have to figure something out. And yes, it's going to be real inconvenient for one person, or or one region, and that sucks. And I'm not gonna do, I'm not gonna say that it doesn't, right? But like. At the end of the day, I have to like 
part of my thing was I have to have a full-time job, right? And I have to support myself. And these are the times that I can do, especially because I'm the one producing it. <laughs> so I can't, like, I'm pretty sure, did I host a game at 1 a.m. one time? I think, no, I was going to. I was going to host a game at 1 a.m., but maybe I didn't. I forgot where that whole thing happened. But, uh, but yeah, like I was prepared to, to host a 1 a.m. Ga- game at one point. My time. At some points in the clash, Lizzie was having to get up at 8 or 9 a.m. And like, oh, poor thing. You just got to, <laughs> sometimes you just got to go through stuff like that for the good of the tournament, Lizzie, right? Yeah, you know what? Was... Shut up. Okay. You know what? <laughs> No, I yeah. I had to meet at seven a.m. for one of the games with with everyone, uh, so it was a little bit earlier than what you're saying. <laughs> oh no, seven a.m. It's almost like breakfast time. <laughs> you say this as like Ghostly's out here like playing a game at three a.m. trying to get to a qualifier. You know what? Some people are morning people. Some people are night owls. Okay. Yeah, no, I got you. I I totally feel you. I don't know. I uh, I feel personally attacked right now. <laughs> oh no, I was I was complaining about it too. Don't get me wrong. But like, <laughs> I'm teasing. Obviously, I'm teasing. I, I know. I, I know. I'm I know. Not. <laughs> but dude, I mean, like, yeah. God, God bless Chris for you know organizing it, but also bless those people. And there are some great stories, like the Gino story of that season two is he was, I don't know what time it was he was playing, but it was well in, it was past midnight. He was playing every game, I think, the final, maybe not, no, the final wasn't, but you get some awesome stories of people and ghostly qualifying, staying up through the night, smashing back gin and tonic after gin and tonic. Um, (laughs) You get some great stories of people like really going all out to commit to this thing. Oh, there were some great stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah, it's amazing. I mean, just playing a whole game at 3 in the morning is... I mean, I, I guess I, I understand why you'd have to be drinking to be able to get through it. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Uh, and then just on the so the overlays and streaming stuff, in terms of hardware, what are we talking is it is it one beastie PC that you've got doing it all? Um, so yes. Um, <laughs> let's talk about my PC setup. <laughs> uh, so part of the reason why it is difficult for me to share this thing is because I said to myself, I want a tiny monitor, right? Um, and so I have one 27-inch monitor that that is my main monitor. And then I have a God knows 11 inch monitor to the left of it or to the right of it. Right. That's my secondary sort of like, that's where I put all my stuff. Um, where I put all the games up. Um, unfortunately, uh, I didn't realize when I built this whole thing that windows automatically scaled that to 150%. So Um. when I send this to anybody, it looks, it looks ridiculous. So, when I say that our, our overlay is held up by duct tape, it is 100% held up by duct tape. Um, so the, like, the, other, the other part of it is like I, I am lucky in that a few things. One, even before the GPU shortage, right, I was and am a 
pretty big gamer, so like I had a graphics card that could run everything and not worry about a single so- or a single thing, right? Um and then also during the pandemic, um my uh my mother's husband um ended up he's a doctor and he ended up having to treat covid victims but he's also a big techie so he used in his off in his practice he used a stream deck like a like a four by a four by eight stream deck and he was like do you want this and i was like i guess i would find a way to use it and this was before even fire Two open happened and so once fire Two open happened i was like this is the greatest gift I've ever been given. <laughs> so that, and to be clear, so that is a, a, like a little Twitch thing that Twitch streamers have that you can, do you, do you switch between screens and stuff really quickly with just buttons yeah. on it? Um, okay. So I, I'll, I'll, I'll go through just the highlights of it. So like, for instance, I have a, a button to switch between the, uh, I have a button to turn on recording and to turn on streaming. And then I have buttons to mute everybody uh, including myself, I have buttons to switch between each of the scenes, and then I have buttons to turn on and off overlays, like the um, like the uh, the the map overlay. That's its own button. Uh, the sideline report overlay. That was its own button. Like it's just it's very very versatile in what it can do. Mm-hmm. So. Um, for me, that was incredibly helpful because otherwise, like, if I'm not doing that, then I'm sitting here moving a mouse over, trying to make sure I click on the right thing, doing that, hitting fade, and and then fading over. So it's just it is a godsend for me. Mm-hmm. And that's all hooked up to the yeah the the mega PC with the steam the stream deck. Yeah, yeah, yep. That's all hooked up to the mega PC, and uh, and also during the pandemic, I was like, I'm gonna have a lunch of meetings, so I'm gonna go ahead and invest, and I'm gonna be at my house all the time, so I'm gonna invest in like a nice microphone setup, and a nice uh, and a nice headphone setup, and I did, and that also helped with this whole thing, right? Because now I can monitor things pretty clearly. I can hear things. I can hear any small details or small problems. So we can hear your lovely voice coming through. Exactly. That's all that matters is my lovely voice. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and then when, because this is the mad thing, is when you are then playing a game and your dear brother, he is then operating that with your sort of slight help and input while you play on a different laptop or something, I guess, next to it. Yeah. So, okay. So what happens then, and that's, again, why the stream deck is so important is because, like, I can tell him he has to hit like okay, hit this button, hit this button, hit the, or hit or like I can tell them on the on the overlay right or on this on Steam or on OBS Studio, or right? I can be like okay, hit this thing, this thing, this thing, or I can point to a screen and say, okay, you see this red circle? This red circle means there's no favor tiles. So if you hit the button with the green circle and the red circle, that's exactly where like that means on top and yada yada yada. Right? I can yeah. I can run it down to a to a t and hit like and say all right when it says when we're going uh when we're done you hit the the button with a little home on it right or when we're going to commercial break hit the be right back button (laughs) like it's Mm. very very simple Mm. uh so like that's that's another point that's why it's so important to me Mm. uh which i i guess worth saying that is why if you want to help out with all this stuff you can 
be a donor for the Fire 2 tournaments through Patreon or Twitch, right? Those are the yep. two ways. Through Patreon can... or Twitch. Okay. Uh, you can also donate directly via PayPal. There is, it is on the Discord. That's fine. Um, but yeah, like it, stuff like that that allows me to like to invest in it. I, okay, I I have. I'll I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I did. What I have invested that money into. Uh, part of it has been getting new RAM for the machine because, uh, as it turns out, uh, sixteen gigs of RAM trying to run Infinity tabs uh does not really work um or trying to run a bunch of software in the background does not especially work very well so like that that was a that was an upgrade there's been some small upgrades to the, the housing of the computer but that like stuff like that and also like this this is a lot of time i can tell you honestly that with at each week i am putting 20 hours of effort into it like it once the season starts now I'm not doing as much like once the season starts. And that and that's partially because of stuff like the, the overlay breaking or what is the other other things that happen. Um, like I had to redo the uh, the color scheme for this upcoming season. So like. And again, that's one of those things that isn't good, but I want to change the color scheme every year or every season. Right. <laughs> I want one to be pretty. So. And if you do donate, you get access to a little behind the scenes area on the Discord where you can see some of that stuff where Chris is working on it and uh, have like a little bit of input or see stuff a little bit ahead of time. And it's yeah, yeah a nice little behind the scenes view. Yeah, you see some, you see a little bit of stuff early, but mostly it's for like it, it, it is for okay, is does this look good? And like, and you get to say no, Chris, what are you thinking here? Stop doing this. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that people have said that at least twice. They've been like, why do you, what is yellow? Why is yellow here? Get it out of here. <laughs> I wish people had said, stop the over or the overlay for last season was not good before I posted it because I did not like the overlay for last season. Uh, like it was, it was a very dark, it was a very black overlay and it like, it was, very very basic and it was something like i it's good but like could have been better again there's my perfectionism <laughs> oh, oh i'm gonna find i i don't think i noticed it being dark it wasn't it wasn't like it wasn't bad it just like it it wasn't up to that like there is that fire to open standard that i've set and i didn't think it landed there and that's all it is fair enough fair enough so chris i have sort of another question um you were, you were just talking about how, you know, it's taking you like 20 hours a week of work of work when you're in the middle of a season. And, um, and I know that, you know, for the, when you started F2 and maybe for the first couple seasons or so, I'm a little fuzzy on the timeline, but I think for the first couple seasons or so, you didn't have a job. And then now you have a full-time job. Um, and so I was just wondering, like, what is the experience of, now that you have a full-time job, like trying to work on F2O, does it make it harder for you? I mean, of course it may. It, yeah, definitely. It's harder for me, right? It, it's just a matter of like, honestly, it is a matter of how much, how much can I manage, right? Because like for me, and this, is, this has been the problem of F2O ever since the start of season two, is I have this need to be perfect, right? This, this overwhelming desire for perfection. 
that fighting with the idea that I don't have time for everything, right? And I can't make it perfect, right? Um, so it's 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 a constant balance of trying to make make this this thing as good as it can be while also taking care of my my mental health. And that's kind of like, and I know we'll get to this at some point, but like that's kind of why like I took that break during uh during after uh, right after f2 of season two right we were supposed to almost immediately go into season three but it was just it was a lot right i had just done my try i had just started a job i had just started or done i just finished my trial of king of Catan, um which was a catastrophe um and then a catastrophe had... could it was not a pun needed there but there was a pun <laughs> given thank you um and so and so like i had just done all that and like i had like broken down right so like that was part of the reason why uh, and we're at the point now where i think i am mentally healthy enough to do that it's just a matter of going it's going to be a matter of time management right can i actually afford all this time um so that's where i'm at f2o uh yeah i mean it, it it's difficult um part of it is a little easier in that i have an it job so i have a little bit of downtime where i can work on some color schemes and work on some stuff and maybe make things a little better right but like things are Things have constantly been broken. So, <laughs> yeah, we've had a lot of breaking things recently. So, <laughs> it's been not great. So, anyways, but that's 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 that. Okay. Uh, what would you say is the single most difficult bit of running the whole thing then? What is, what is the hardest? Is it overlays or casting um, or getting casters or blah, blah, blah? It's, it is honestly keeping myself on the on like getting everybody or informing everybody time-wise what needs to be done and i think that was a big breakdown of season two was that i like i am a person who works best under the gun right i will tell you that the overlay for the for the the draft right happened or yeah, the overlay for for the for the player draft happened about three hours before. Like it got done about three hours before. <laughs> um, I started working on it about uh, the the night before, but it didn't finish until that day. Um, and that's always been like who I am as a person, right? Unfortunately, you can't exactly ask casters three hours before if they want to cast, right? <laughs> uh, nor can you schedule people three hours before they're supposed to play right so a lot of it the biggest problems for me is just like keeping that schedule and like saying okay you're gonna play it this time okay i need casters how uh i need to i need them to send a form i need them to do this yada 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 right so that's that's become the bigger or that's become like the other thing or the, that is the biggest problem or the biggest time sink i think hmm. um Mm. And then getting all the stats that I don't need, but I want. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, we might. Okay, we can we can talk off air, but we have the beginnings of something maybe for that. Love that. 
Uh, we'll talk off air on that one. All right. Yeah, I yeah. We'll talk not on air. That's that we're on air right now. We'll talk off air. Fire to off air. Off air. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. What is is this like a secret recording? <laughs> no, it's just not talking in public, Lizzie. <laughs> I can delete stuff. We can. There's not much to talk. I'll just I'll send a message. That's fine. Oh, that's, that's fine. Uh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so anyway, that's that's that. That's yeah. That's what's difficult. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Which I don't know is worth saying at some point. Everyone is very grateful for the hard work you've put in and. People fucking love Fire Two Open, man. It's great. So, yeah, yeah, we are all very grateful. Part of me loves love. Like, uh, there is a part of me that like w- will always want to give it to people. It's just like a lot of it's going to be, and this is kind of a trial run of that. Like, right? season three is going to happen, and Tournament Champions is going to happen, right? But a lot of it's a trial run of like if I can mentally handle this still, right? Because mm. um, I've been like, like I, I. I'll say this much, right? Um, so, um, a few things. One, like, I, I can't make this my full-time job. Like, there's no way that that any small group of you guys would be able to pay me the amount that I need to survive, right? And do this constantly. Um, but I guess that was, was that on the, that was like a potential thing on the cards at some point, I guess, was what you were thinking uh, about, if you're willing of- to talk about that. Yeah, that was at the at, like there. That was a small thing that I don't think ever. I think that was a pipe dream of like what could be right. And part of it was like part of that was trying to expand the King of Catan, right? And saying, okay, how can we make this? How can we expand? Because okay, if and I'm going to make up numbers here. I am not giving away any any numbers, right? So like, if I need say four thousand dollars a month. Right. If I can get 300 from this group and 300 from this group, eventually that adds up. And eventually my my entire week is just full of tournaments. Right. Hmm. But a lot of that become like a lot of it becomes a chore as well. Right. Like like King of Catan. And and this is to say nothing bad about the tournament organizers of King of Catan. They were lovely people and I enjoyed them. A lot, right? I enjoyed working with them. Uh, let's see. Uh, so, like, uh, Trichosaurus and the TO and everybody was super nice and they were all great, right? Mm. However, the community of Catan was a very... I'm going to say toxic community. And I, like... And it was only 75% toxic, but it's still a little toxic, right? Like, there was a lot of drama involved in, in Catan. And there was a lot of things that, like, that when you... Okay, so when you come as an outsider to, 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 a, to a, a group of people and say, this is how it should be done, right? As, mm-hmm. a, as someone who's trying to promote casual audiences, you will get nothing but, fi- uh, nothing but fighting for it, right? So, like... Uh, okay. So, like, when I went to Catan, all the pros were like, why are you putting the, the resource cost on the overlay? That's <laughs> dumb. We all know the resource cost. I said, great. Not everybody does. Right? So, like, like, it was stuff like that. And I totally get it. Right? I am in a very unique position 
in the Terra Mystica community where I am respected enough as a player for, for people to understand that I know the, the nuances and, the, and grasp the big concepts of Terra Mystica, right? But I am also, like, I also have, have the knowledge as a producer to be like, nope, this is needed for your casual audience. You, you're not going to get them if you don't have this thing, right? Um, and people, but on the flip side, people respect my knowledge enough to say, oh, well, he probably knows what he's doing, right? Uh, this thing probably is this part of the cast or this part of the, yeah, this part of the cast isn't for me and that's okay. Right. Mm. Um, mm. Explaining how dwellings work at the beginning of the game isn't for me. And I know that, but it probably helps somebody on the road. And that's also part of like, that's also just a very, a, a very big part of the Terramus community is a very positive and welcoming environment. So, and that's what you, that's, and, and not to go too deep into this rabbit hole, but that's part of what you get when you have such a high complexity game is that you like you, a, a niche high complexity game is you have people who are like, no, please come, please come and play this game. We will teach you mm-hmm. how to play it. Right. Whereas Catan, people are like, oh, yeah, you played this with your like with your uncles at one point. So you should be able to play this. Right. Like we know, like if you can't goodbye, like, hmm, like they yeah. don't have to. They're not in the they're not in the realm that they have to teach it to people often. Right, or they have to like uh, teach okay. it to people who are playing online. So it's a. It, this is going down a very big rabbit hole. It's, like it, yeah, it, it's interesting. It's really interesting, though. Yeah. Um. So it not to go too deep in armchair psychologist on this one, but like it is, it is in general not as welcoming an environment, and it is full of. Okay, we as a terramist community, and I don't want to speak for you in particular, but I think I can pretty well. Correct me if I'm wrong, right? But like, we have kind of come to the come to the conclusion that we are not going to make a living off of this, right? That we are not going to become YouTube stars, right? Mm, mm. And we're okay with that, and that is not a huge deal to us. However, Catan is one of those that's just enough on the cusp where like one big video could possibly make you into a Catan star, which could make you into like an E-list YouTube person, right? Yes. Yes. So it is much more, people are much more guarded about, oh, I can't stream this game because you're streaming it. Who are you to say that I can't stream this game? Right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Where it, Whereas when I when I tell like when I tell NerdCube, hey, you can't stream this game because it goes it it would split an audience and that does nothing for us, right? He's like, oh yeah, I get that. All right, cool, moving on. <laughs> I'd had thirty people max watching anyway, so it's fine. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I find this very interesting. Yeah, there's a lot like it. My time in the Catan community taught me a lot of things but also burnt me out a lot because I was having to fight battles I didn't think I needed to fight and I was having to argue with TOs over over things that I didn't think I should have to argue over right and I was also having to console some like some tournament participants which like don't get me wrong that's totally fine right but also like it was it was just it was not it it was it was not a great environment for for me 
So that became a, a thing where I was like, yep, I'm not ever going to, like, this isn't ever going to make it outside of this, right? I could, like, as a business venture, this could probably go to the level of, I could go to some cons and eventually, like, eventually maybe start a, like, a World Warrior Championship competitor, right? That's as far as that would go, though, right? Um, and that's even a pipe dream, I think. So... Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting. And yeah, you do have to feed yourself in the meantime while you're, yeah, yeah. doing all that. I, mm. I have to, I have to feed myself, and more importantly than like feeding myself, I have to look out for my mental health. Okay, so cutting it off a bit abruptly there, but that is half of the conversation uh, with. Chris Bizzle and me and Lizzie, and we will resume soon. Uh, Chris is going to talk uh, very kindly. He talked a bit more about mental health and what he's been through, uh, which is really great of him. And um, yeah, really interesting and a good thing to discuss. And then a bit more about Fire to Open and the season, which is upcoming now. Cheers. <laughs>